Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Shred Show Live, where we bring you industry professionals, entrepreneurs, and the best of the best from around the world who are willing to share how they shred, the strategies, the techniques, and the actionable items that you need in your business to go out and dominate. Join us as we shred, show up, hustle, repeat every day. Let's go. I'm gonna be hundred percent honest. I'm just glad I nailed that last one. Like on my first try, I thought for sure I was gonna have to like try it. A couple if, times. if, if, if the audience knew how many times you slaughtered that statement in the warmup, like the cata, cataclysmic, echoclysmic oh, production. So, so bad. So, so like, I like, nailed, you nailed that it, brother. You nailed it, brother. That's, and I'm proud of you. Didn't even skip a beat. Jacob Gavney, how are you this morning? How was your weekend, my friend? It was good, man. You know, it's 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 cooling down finally here in Texas. I don't know what's like in Utah. Hopefully you got some rain. Uh, things are settled down. Hopefully your state has kind of settled down, getting back into normal um, hopefully, you know, everybody's state is not at each other's throats uh, as much as they were on, you know, earlier in the week. I hope we're becoming friendlier with each other. But in the real wow. estate world, in the real estate world, we are not becoming friendlier. We're becoming uh, less friendly towards each other. We'll get into that. We will get in. Actually, it's, it is really cooling down here. Most people know I live in the mountains this morning. It was 42 degrees. Last week, it got down to the 20s in my house. Like it wow. got down really cool, Jeez. cool down. Uh, which I can't complain about. We're back in like the normal temperatures for this time of year, 70s, and uh, it's nice and cool at night. But uh, no, it was good. We were actually down in Vegas for Aim Fuse over the weekend. Oh, yeah. It, it was hot down there. It was 100 mm. degrees down there still. And I'm like, sheesh. How are the brokers doing? You know what? The broker community, here's, I'll say this. It was great to see people. And we we talked, we did a ton of interviews. We did over, uh, Justin and our team, we did over 60 interviews while we were wow. down there. We got a ton of content, some really good interviews that we're going to be sharing with everybody. And here's the thing that I will say is seeing people face to face, it gets me excited for a few more events. I would say there was a little bit of discretionary caution when it came to mask wearing and mm-hmm. uh, crossing our fingers that everybody stays healthy from this event. But uh, I'm excited to be going to NBA. You and I are going to be at NBA here in a few yeah. weeks, which I'm excited about. But I, uh, it was good. I will, I will say this. It was awesome. There were some incredible people who spoke, who shared some th- some of their economic predictions when it came to the broker channel, when it came to our industry. So we'll be talking about that here in a minute. But it was good. All in all, it was good. It was uh, it was good to see some people and uh, yeah, hang out in person. I love people. You know that about me, Jacob. Mm-hmm. I love hanging out, love talking with people. So it was good. So it's great, man. Can't complain about that. But we have more important things. We have some really exciting things to talk mm-hmm. about. And I'll I'll be I'll be honest. I'm not going to name names, but there was there was a speaker at this event that actually talked about Zillow. And really? they, they mm-hmm. talked about Zillow. And this is coming again, the broker channel in particular, they typically don't have the nicest feelings when it comes to Zillow. But and this guy, and they should 100%. This guy actually had the, I'm, I don't know if I want to say bravery, audacity. I don't know what word I want to work with here. I'm going to go with bravery. But he actually talked about how he works with Zillow and actually pays Zillow and him and his, for him and his realtor relationships. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I thought this guy was going to be like booed off stage, I, but interestingly enough, he wasn't. But you know, um, you know, I, I, I'm I'm with you, and we need to definitely put a disclaimer in here, Josh, that you and I are not legal experts. Nope, we're just two people in the mortgage industry trying to bring information to the mortgage people. Uh, we we accept no liability. 
for what it is we're about to say, but um, Zilla is not really in hot water. Uh, you know, their price model is uh, is unique. A couple of things. It's very interesting what's happening with Zillow because it seems like all of their problems are starting on social. So that's pretty much it's interesting. If you think social media is not something you need, something that can't be impactful, you are you are way wrong because all of Zillow's problems these days begin on social. And sometimes they have to struggle to respond to them adequately. So is Zillow really in hot water? Not really part one. Right. So the first thing that came out was people were like, oh, Zillow's overbidding for homes. Zillow's taking them, you know, uh, people are buying homes through Zillow. Zillow, 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 Zillow is, is making it unfair and all that. That's, that's not someone listed a for sale by owner yep. listed and found that her listing was pushed down compared to people who paid for higher listings on Zillow. And that's like a, a, a nothing burger of, of a complaint, Josh. Because you know you want to you want to publish for free right. your property to a website for profit website a public website and you have complaints. I mean the 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 entitlement there, man. Crazy. It's just galling that uh, for sale by owners would be like, hey, oh uh, Zillow, why aren't you giving me the same amount of coverage that people who spend ten thousand dollars a month on my site? You know, it's like. Come on. Okay. So that's not really hot water. There's a much, much bigger issue here. And as our friend Chris Whalen would say, Zillow is waiting for litigation to come and find it. Okay. Oh, because time. they are, and now this is, this is where we get into something where we get into the legal term. No lawsuit has been filed. Okay. Let's start. No laws have been broken. We're not saying any of that. But the accusation is that Zillow is bid rigging essentially, Josh. That's what this is saying. Now, there's a lot of nuances there. It's on social media. Yeah. But they're saying that Zillow is rigging bids so that they can get better prices on better properties. And if so, now this is looking deep. This is layers deep, okay? So we're not committing this to print at all, and we're not going to. But going layers deep, Josh, bid rigging is considered an anti-competitive act, both with civil and criminal repercussions. So let's get into that. What is bid bid? So bid rigging, when does it become illegal? Okay, so anything that's considered a derivative, you got something to sell, Josh, I got something I wanna buy, the value of it is maybe a dollar, but there's there's not a lot of what you have around and I have a lot of money, so maybe you sell it to me for a dollar 25. Even though it's valued at a dollar, I still might find that a pretty good price. For what it is I'm after, for whatever. And we don't need to get into it, but we have this derivative trade, okay, where the value is not publicly facing. It's a, a value that we derived sure. on our own. Yep. Right. And it's yep. and it's everywhere. It's in the bond market, it's in the stock market, it's in real estate. Okay. Of but what's happening is that people are saying that these derivatives are being fixed by Zillow and probably that speaker that you talked about, Eesh. which is why it's working so well for him and why he wants more of it. But the problem is, is that it can be considered an anti-competitive act. Hmm. And when you are being an anti-competitive act, and we were about to go a little bit deeper into where this could really turn into a huge, huge issue for our industry when we get into the commission side of it. Yeah, that's where that's let's face it. That's where these things start getting into competitive when they start messing with our money. Right. They start messing with our money. And that's what's happening with their bid rigging. Okay, because then the derivative market isn't being fairly justified. Right now. 
In most derivative markets, that's not a public market. Real estate is public. So the only thing that's missing is the record of the bids that Zillow would have taken. Those would be in emails. Those would be in text between your friend, the speaker, who yep. are mentioning names, Zillow itself. Do those records exist? If they do, that would be enough. That would be enough to talk about how bid rigging does impact commissions. E. Well, let's go into commissions. Let's talk about that. Let's I mean, talk our, about commissions. Here's the thing. You mentioned this. And anytime mm -hmm. we assume, is some, when somebody starts to go after our money, my money, somebody's taking my money, people start to get angry. Organizations start to throw up their arms and start to get really upset. So are commissions in jeopardy? They're absolutely in jeopardy. Uh, real estate commissions are in jeopardy. Pretty soon, mortgage loan commissions will be in jeopardy. And I'll tell you why. Uh, iBuyers, FinTech Solutions, all of these seek to disrupt the industry, right? Uh, and, and what they're doing is they're looking to how to steal the commissions to make them their own, which mm. would be through the iBuying programs of Zillow, uh, Redfit, Opendoor, right? They're looking to take the real estate agent out of the equation, even though they talk, they do a lot. They, they, uh, do I want to say Zillow paid your speaker to say what he said? I don't want to say that. I'm not going to say that. And I didn't say it. Sure. But, <laughs> but you know, um, uh, that would be a there. smart move on Zillow's part if they were placing content yeah. like that, because it, 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 it's a really good, smart move to make real estate brokers, to make mortgage brokers think that there's no threat. Right. Well, that's a really good way to just run a nice little smoke screen and everybody's market is OK and they have nothing to worry about. Nothing could be farther from the truth, Josh. All of the startups that are coming out right now are looking to take the real estate agent out of the equation, right? They're looking to take, they're offering lower commissions through the digital native buying, right? Direct to consumer channels, you name it. And it's only a matter of time before fintechs began to push and we're already seeing it into the mortgage lending market. We're already sure. seeing it. So let's talk about that. Is that illegal? It's not illegal, because there's no law that exists yet saying that that activity is illegal and the I buyers know that more than anybody. Absolutely. So how do we make it illegal is they have to pass a law. How do they pass a law is there needs to be a class action lawsuit. So that means, okay, what do really, really good real estate agents and mortgage brokers do? What's their model? They compete daily with one another, right? Yet somehow they managed to work collectively, be it through the MLS or whatever. They managed to work collectively and locally, right? They managed to figure out some kind of symbiotic relationship. That is where the I buyers want to hammer, that collective. That's why, you know, me, I'm sitting here, I'm doing my business. I'm not so worried because they're coming at my collective. Right. I don't see that coming. They're coming a couple of houses down. I don't see it but they're building up this wall around destroying the collective actions of real estate agents and mortgage brokers. So what that means is that what will need to be proven to really, because Zillow is not the only one doing it, frankly, Josh, nope. you know, what needs to be proved would be um, how can brokers, real estate and mortgage brokers come together to say that these I buyers are, are bid rigging. They are stealing their commissions. They're creating an un fair competitive advantage and they have to prove that they're targeting their model which no one in the real estate or mortgage industry thinks because the i buyers have figured out to target the collective 
So they target the collective. So individuals have no idea just how under threat they are. Right. They're not saying it. I keep saying it. And, you know, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep saying it. And until the cease and desist come rolling in, you know, we'll deal with those. Uh, Been been through one or two of those. But, you know, I think that that is the one thing that people don't understand is that bid rigging is a way to crush the competition at the local level. So by making this this big national entity that's all lawyered up, who could fight Zillow and win? Right. Not all of us can. Yeah. And I say the only way we do it is together. Like that's the only way we really have any type of impact on what they're doing. And here's the thing, Jacob. I mean, this conference in particular, this was not talked about over at AMC. Like it's it's crazy that our industry, this is not more of a forefront discussion going on. And like you said, th- that's why the Zillow and the residents and these open doors are behind the scenes. They're winning this battle right now. They're absolutely like they're doing a great like be it as it may, we hate what's going on, but they're doing a good job with it. Because like you mm-hmm. said, we're not seeing it at the forefront. There are a couple houses down there. They're, I'm like, yeah, that's not going to affect us right now. Like, oh, this, this isn't going to hurt us, but it is. Like, and it's going to come, it's going to come in a wave. It's going to hit us hard. It's going to hit us fast. Unless we start having the discussions, unless we start coming together, it really is. This is going to be one of those things that is incredibly impactful that could change a lot of the game for us. Yes. And it, the important thing to remember is like, Right now, the the war for real estate may have been lost at this point. It may be past the point of no return. I do not say that lightly. The next war will be for frontline mortgage lending. And it's going to come out of this next Fed cycle is when they're really going to come out because they're not going to. Listen, they're not going to disrupt mortgage lending right now because there's no money because interest rates are too low for them to skim their spread. Okay, so they're so they're putting together right now, probably, allegedly, don't really know for sure. They are putting together the groundwork to destroy mortgage lending at the broker level. Yikes. Yikes. So so you need to gear up. You need to be ready for that, because I don't think I've ever seen a bigger threat to mortgage lending in my 20 plus years of covering the market. That's crazy. And, And we call it disruption. And that's great. There's automation tools that are working wonders to make it so much easier, so much better for mortgage lenders. And I think that that has distracted us because our jobs are getting easier. We're getting better. We're getting more efficient. I think that's distracted us from the other threat in the room. That's just not being acknowledged. And it won't be acknowledged because you're telling me a major mortgage trade group just had a conference and didn't even discuss not discussed uh, at all. all. All aspects of mortgage lending. I think you should discuss all aspects of mortgage lending, not focus on the, I mean, we're not here to to hug and shake hands and pat each other on the back as much as we are to look at the retail model, look at the direct-to-consumer model, look at the digital model, look at remote online notarization. Let's look at all points. Let's look at how do we automate underwriting, right? right. Let's look at all these different aspects of mortgage lending. That's the good conversation. And let's, let's leave the jokes and the flesh pressing for another day where we're not at a pivotal moment. And I can tell you why we're at a pivotal moment is because it's because of rates and moving into the cataclysmic economic predictions that the United States is facing default. We faced it before. And if we don't pass a debt ceiling bill by October, the government could go into shutdown. Now, when the government goes into shutdown, it is unable to now, you have to slow down. The CFPB will remain an option. The federal in operation, the Federal Reserve will continue to remain in operation. These these elements are funded separately. Okay, sure. they're funded separately from the Treasury. 
So they remain in operation. So the the regulation is there, et cetera. So without going into it, but it will, defaults will tend to spike mortgage rates. And that's led to a lot of people from the CEO of JP Morgan to the chief analyst of Moody Analytics to say that if this debt ceiling issue is not addressed, we're looking at a spike in mortgage interest rates. We're looking at 6 million jobs lost by one prediction. And I got to tell you, I think their uh, concerns are a tad overblown. Mm. So I want to end on a positive note. I don't think that mortgage rates are going to spike and I don't think that we're going to lose 6 million jobs. Uh, Do I think that the economic recovery is going to slow? Absolutely. Mm. Um, I do think there's a lot of corrections in the market, but I don't think we need to start uh, start leaning towards calamity just yet. Um, We'll keep an eye on it. We'll keep covering it and rise and shred. Um, We're going to cover the impact on mortgage rates for tomorrow. So be sure to look out for that. And um, that's all I got for you today. See, guys. This is why you need to subscribe to the one, the only daily diary of the mortgage industry here at Rise and Shred. You know, and I got to give a shout out to everybody who came up to us. We had so many people come up and say, hey, love love reading Rise and Shred every single morning. It's quick. It's to the point. It's direct. We had so many people come up to us. So a huge shout out to Jacob, our entire team. And guys, like Jacob just said, we give you the things that you need to know. The, the stories that are really impacting your day-to-day, that's what we're here. We understand you as mortgage brokers, mortgage bankers, as mortgage professionals, you need to have the information to arm yourself in this war that Jacob mentioned that is coming. Because if you're not armed, you're going to get you're going to be one of those who's left in the trenches. You need We need to come together. We need to work hand-in-hand, side-by-side, because that is the only way that we win. So subscribe. Click the link below right now. Don't miss a single single edition of the daily diary number one and only daily daily diary of the mortgage industry that was a mouthful this morning i'm you know what i'm glad you spoke a lot this morning Jacob, because i can <laughs> i am struggling today but guys this is why we do it we're here to educate and huge shout out as always to our good friend jacob gaffney for his wealth of knowledge expertise and his willingness to share it with all of you so go click the link right now much more to come like jacob said interest rates a lot of things in tomorrow's rise and shred jacob you're the man appreciate all that you do brother Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Guys, with that, we appreciate you. We love you. Now it's time for all of you to go shred. Go show up. Hustle. Repeat every day. See ya.